Okay. Patiently wait. Candle closure. Is there something on my trading plan? Yes. No. Okay. Yes, there is. Exit. Fine. Is there something? No. Wait. Pushing up. Pushing up. Great. Let's just let it be. Give it the room. Have no emotional attachment. Review it objectively. Have that equanimity. Sit back. Calm. Collected. Responsive. Waiting. Oh, look, it's crashing right into the 60%, right into the previous level. I know that for me, this is the place where I actually like to capture. This is all I was targeting. I'm going to move it by five points because that's what my trading plan says. If it turns around, great. I've taken some great points. If it continues on, even better. Happy days. Doesn't matter what happens either way. I've followed the rules. Either two scenarios can happen and both of them lead to me being happy. So I'm just going to sit calmly and wait. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Success Shift. My name is Jake, and I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing today. I don't know what's wrong, but I feel like my ears full of something. Wax, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> it's giving me a really weird sensation where I've got an earpiece in to listen to um, the people on the show in one ear and a very weird block. So I'm going to move forward, pretending like I have perfectly good hearing. But if it sounds funny, then that is why. Um so I apologize for that, but it's yeah, it's a weird sensation. Today I'm sharing gratitude uh, just for the sheer kind-heartedness of everyone who is leaving such lovely comments and feedback and congratulations and praise um, within this community. Um, for those of you who don't know, I've released my trading plan course just uh, two days ago, or not even um, two nights ago. And within 24 hours, the beta testing was sold out. Uh, we have some people purchasing the pre-sale tickets to make sure that they get the discounted price before that launches on October 1st. But the feedback that I'm getting from people in the comments and um, the messages is just beyond amazing. It just goes to show how nice this community is and how much everyone is here to help each other out and build each other up. And I say this so many times, if you're listening on this podcast and you are trading alone, do yourself a favor and just find some people to trade with. It doesn't have to be, you know, these huge courses, whatever. Just find either a community of people to trade with. You can come and join ours if you're trading a similar strategy or, or an accountability partner or just a few people that you can look at the charts or even just talk about trading with because it's such a solo journey. And there's so many times you can have these downfalls and these really hard days. And, you know, you can have moments where it just feels impossible but if you've got people around you who are either A, succeeding, so you can use them for external motivation and look to them for, for hope, or you've got other people who are going through the same struggles, which you can talk to and realize that, hang on, it's just part of the journey, or you've got other people who can guide you so you don't have to go on like a 15-hour YouTube university search um, 
path to try and find the answers you're looking for. You can just go, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Do you have a solution? Oh, yeah, I do. Or hang on, this person does. Or I was speaking to this person about it. And it just, I can honestly say I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for being part of a trading community, um, especially not in the position that I'm in. And it's probably not as far far as um, in the success that I that I am. So super grateful for everyone um, showing their gratitude. And like I said, if you don't, if you're not in a group or you not don't have trading buddies or friends, like, you know, none of my friends want to, want to do trading. Now that I'm, they're seeing me have some success, they're kind of like, oh, maybe. But the whole time that I didn't have any friends that wanted to do it, you know, it can be lonesome, let's say. But when you have a community, like I speak to these people all the time. Now, the people in this community, the people that I trade with, you know, these are becoming some of my good friends and and it's so easy to, use each other to help each other to support each other and i'm really feeling that a lot this week so a lot of gratitude for everyone and their kind words and their kind their kindness in general and like i said i highly recommend if you aren't part of some form of trading group community uh, circle whatever you want to call it go find one and and utilize it because it's really helpful looking some gratitude in the chat here we have a fair bit coming through grateful to get peace in the house that's always nice i don't know what that's like though i'm sure maybe kayla can relate peace in the house with a small child doesn't exist anymore <laughs> um, but maybe one day uh grateful for this beautiful fall weather hopefully we will make winter a little shorter i'm grateful for the day that i have been given though i was chilly in my house this morning it was this call and this group that gave me the drive to jump out of bed thank you yeah you're very welcome that is uh it's see that there you go exactly the thing you've got a community there gives you that extra drive to get out of bed and, and get your mindset on so right today what are we talking about we are going to dive a little bit deeper into this kind of three-step layer that we've had this week so on tuesday we were talking about patience and how patience is so important while on the charts we need to wait for patience in our entries we need to wait for patience for our moves to be made um, we need to wait for candle closure so patience during a candle um, to 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 implement our trading plan uh depending on you know those going through the course you'll see at one point do you do things management exits on candle closure on every tick making that decision and then if you do it on candle closure waiting for candle closure to make that decision having the patience to allow those things to play out having the patience with yourself we spoke about the idea that being patient in your entries so waiting and waiting waiting for the best entry is going to reduce drastically the time period that you have success however we all want the success so quickly so then we end up rushing into trades not having the patience and in turn we need longer patience in order for it to be successful because we don't grow as fast so it's this patience paradox that we were talking about a little bit on um on tuesday then yesterday we spoke a bit about equanimity and how that calmness in the chaos and how being able to observe things um, objectively rather than subjectively is going to really help you assess the risk and how this is super important. And now these are kind of linked. If you have patience, it helps with your equanimity and your equanimity and the ability to objectively review your situation or your trades or your risk compared to subjectively reviewing them is going to help drastically. And then when you can sit back with patience and objectively review and have that calmness and just view the situation from an outside perspective and respond as is needed rather than react emotionally, you are going to be able to trade better. You're going to be able to trade uh, more consistently with higher profitable profitability and ideally for a longer stint, a longer career. And now you heard, when you have the ability to have patience and to look at things with equanimity, then you are able to 
assess objectively and not subjectively. And what that means is you're able to detach emotions. So this is what we're going to be talking about today is that emotional detachment and how important it is for us not to hold on to emotions. And now I want to talk about this in two kinds of areas. One, the general emotional detachment. Um, once something like we need to be able to remove emotion in order to make decision, we need to be able to think objectively, not subjectively. We need to be able to look at things and go, okay, do I really want this to go up or does my ego and my emotions need me to be right? So, so I'm going to jump in and, and, and hope that it goes up. You know, that hope, fear, greed, the emotions that are really hanging on to our trading to make us not trade discipline, disciplinarily. Again, I don't think that words were correct. Anyway, um, we need to look at these, okay? What are these emotions? Are you trading with hope as in like, there's my target, there's enough room, but I'm hoping it's actually going to break past this and move on to infinity and make me a million dollars today? You know, the greed, oh, this trade is definitely going to be a good one. It might not meet my trading plan, but I don't want to miss out. FOMO, I want to have all the dollars that I possibly can because I'm greedy. I'm going to jump in anyway. Or, you know, the fear, ah, it's going to go without me. I need to be in the trade or hang on, this is um, starting to push back a little bit. I'm scared I'm going to lose my money. Let's just like move my stop loss closer or let's just move my stop loss into profit just in case. And then you get taken out and then it takes off. You know, chuck some ones in the chat if you can relate to them. Yes, there's someone in here specifically that we're talking about that yesterday. <laughs> there's the ones. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it's all relatable, right? And so we need to remove this emotion. And once we can remove this emotion, all of these things start to subside. All these things start to go away and you will find that it's kind, it's all linked. Like it's, it's all one in the same in the sense that once we have emotion, we lose our patience and we lose that patience and have emotion because we can't be calm, right? Once we find the ability to be calm and centered, then we can objectively review, which means we can remove the emotion and we have more patience in waiting for our things to play out. And therefore we have better trades. So it's all all of these things are linked together and, you know, it might seem like so much at the start, like, oh, I have to be patient. Now I have to be calm. Now I have to remove all my emotions. Now I have to like think objectively. How am I going to do all these things at once? But the thing is that once you start doing one, it leads onto the other and they all kind of interlink. And the biggest thing is that once you start to see the power of finding this mental state compared to the, the frantic, reactive, emotional state, then it's not about, oh, I need to think, be patient. I need to have equanimity. I need to, you know, assess my risk objectively. And it's just like, I need to stop being in this state of mind and I need to start moving into this state of mind. And this state of mind is that calm, that rational, objective thinker, that, that patient trader. Whereas this state of mind is the emotional, frantic, reactive trader. Does that make sense to people? Like, I want you to understand that all these lessons and this build up, and it's kind of like, two sides of a fence and we all start over here with natural human instinct and not all of us but most of us start over here with this natural human instinct to be response to be reactive to be you know fight or flight to have these you know predict the future fear that make decisions based on the past all these kinds of things that make us human that's where we sit but we need to move into this calm zen-like patient objectively reviewing non-emotional person that's able to sit and assess the risk and it's all a personal development program to move from the left side to the right side and to get those skill sets that mindfulness that patience that calmness that the rational thinking that non-emotion to go into let's just call that you know zen trading 
where you are calm, you are the master, you you can see things, you don't get attached. And now that's not saying that emotions don't arise in me when I'm trading, but I become a master of my emotions and I'm allowed to observe them, realize that they will affect me if I don't discard them or move them or or, or listen to them quickly and then doing what's needed and moving on. Now, this is where that emotional detachment, the second part comes in, it's, it's holding on too long, okay? So holding on too long in the sense of holding on to trades too long, holding on to losses too long, holding on to wins too long. What do I mean by these? I mean, sunken costs. Let's talk about holding on to trades. Sunken costs. Okay, you're in a trade, turns around. There's two aspects to this, which is why you're going to hold on. We spoke about it yesterday. Um, you know, either your ego or the money. These are the main two reasons that people hold on to trades. Your ego, because you can't be wrong again. I don't want to be wrong again. I've had that. The money, I need this money so bad I can't take a loss. Or you're in a, a, you know, I do a lot of funded account coaching. You're in a funded account. Oh, if I lose this this trade, then I'm going to be further away from from passing my challenge and it's going to make it even harder and all this, you know, negative self-talk spiral, right? And so we have this ego aspect and we have this money aspect and we hold on to trades for too long because we want to be right and then when it starts to go in our direction it's really hard for us to admit defeat that ability of going hang on i was wrong hang on maybe i didn't do this correctly or what is it that i could have done better and the problem is that the soon as we can there's like an instantaneous moment where you can go this is going against me i am wrong let's exit but as soon as you go no i'm not wrong I'm going to see if this happens and then I'm going to see if this happens. Then it starts this real internal battle of I said no to this. So now I have to see this reason now. And I, I'm now kind of arguing against the charts because I'm like, okay, this closes bearish engulfing below the EMA. That is my clear sign that it's going to turn around. It did that. I chose not to exit because my ego, we're on an ego one here, ego said, no, I must be right. Now I'm going to start looking for areas where I hope it's going to turn around and I'm going to use my limited or you know sometimes not limited knowledge to justify why I'm still holding on. Oh, there's another EMA down here. It, it's probably going to come down here and then hopefully going to reject off this EMA. So now you're in that battle again. Or is it? Will it? Will it not? Holding on too long. And then all of a sudden it gets down here and it's like, okay, if it closes below here, I am going to exit. I already said no to that one, but this time I'm definitely going to do it. But you've already let that slip once. So your discipline's already slipped out the window on this trade. And now it's come down to the, the next EMA. Oh, it closed below. Oh, but it's just gone blue. Uh, you know what? I'm going to hold on here. And if it starts to go below where this candle is, then I'll exit because now it's going back in my direction. So I must be right. And then it starts to flicker down. You're like, oh, maybe it's just a pullback. Maybe it's just a pullback. And then you see it actually goes down a bit more and you're like, okay, now, oh, actually, you know what? My stop loss is only five points away. Um, there's no point in me closing it here. I may as well just just see what happens. And then, of course, it hits your stop loss. So this is the egotistical holding on for too long. You hold on. You don't take the instantaneous exit. You get to the next one and then you're in that battle again. And then your ego goes to the same thing and you're still holding on because you want to be right and you want it to turn around. You don't want to lose the money. And then the next thing happens and you justify a new reason. And then it continues on down this path and eventually you hit your full stop loss and you're like, God damn it. Why have I done that again? This is holding on too long to trades. Okay. Same thing with the money. You look at the, the dollar amount and you're like, oh, 
I can't lose this much. I can't lose this much. I need to hold on to this trade. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more is all I, I can maybe give like 10, like two more points. And then like, I have to be out. And then all of a sudden it gives you that two more points. You're like, oh, now more sunken costs. Like I really can't lose this amount. It's even harder for me to let go now. Um, I'm sure it will turn around and then I can just exit when it pulls back a little bit because because when it pulls back a bit, then I won't lose as much. I'm sure it will just do a little bit and then it does that a little bit. And you're like, oh, it's actually moving my direction now. So I won't exit here because it's actually turning. Oh no, now it's back down to this level. I don't want to lose that much money again. And the same process happens with either the points or the dollars where you watch it go down and then you realize, oh, no, it's at this level. So when it pulls back, I can get get out with less loss. Gets that level. Oh my goodness, it's actually turning around. So I don't want to big drop, hit my stop loss. Oh man, why didn't I do what I said I was going to do? Okay, all these emotional things because you're holding on far too long. And then the daily stop limit is hit. Exactly. I've done that pullback scenario. Yeah, I'm sure all these things that I have done, I'm sure people have done multiple times and will maybe do, continue to do in the future. I hope not. I really, I hope not. But this is the holding on for far too long with this emotional detachment. We, we need to let go as soon as we have that opportunity. It's not like the first opportunity to let go, I'm going to ignore. And then maybe the second one, then maybe the third one. It's as soon as there is a clear reason to cut, you need to start cutting. But then what happens in the part two of this emotional detachment holding on too long, we look at, I've taken a loss now. Oh, I shouldn't have taken that loss. I, you know, this would have happened, but then this, but then this. And the two dart theory comes into play where we start beating ourselves up and it's like, oh, you know, well, th that loss shouldn't have been. And now I'm in the down and now I've got to catch back up. And again, holding on too long to the loss, you've taken a loss. Go through, for those in the trading plan course, go through your after trade check trade checklist understand that something happened, dismiss of the emotions and move on to a completely new trade as if it's the first trade for the day. But often we don't do that. We hold on too long. We feel self-pity. We feel disappointment. We feel anger. We feel frustration. We feel all these emotions that come up because we're holding on to that previous trade for far too long. The same thing goes with if you've get a really good trade and maybe you're holding on to that and you're like, I am unstoppable. I'm going to jump into this next trade. It's going to be amazing. You get like four days in and you're doing the same thing. And then you go, you know what? I'm just going to increase my leverage. I'm going to up my lot size a little bit because I'm just unstoppable here. And you're holding on to the past week. And then all of a sudden something turns around, a huge drop and ah, where's it all gone? And what happens? The frustration comes in. This is those emotions that we need to detach from. These are the emotions we need to start letting go of instantly. Okay. This, Emotional detachment from a losing trade, from a winning trade, from the trade that you're in. The faster we can let go of things, the faster we will be able to progress. And what was it that Mark Douglas said? Just I said, Mark Douglas, what was the quote that Mark Douglas said that I said yesterday? There we go. I got there eventually. When the internal struggle ends, everything becomes easy. When you realize that your exit's there and you cut your loss and there's no discrepancy, there's no decisions that need to be made, there's no undecisiveness, there's no internal battle, that process is easy because it's like, this is the exit I take it. It's not, this is the exit, should I take it this time or should I not? Or, or maybe there's some other reason I can justify staying in. This is the internal struggle. It becomes difficult. Trading becomes stressful. Trading becomes hard. If you take a loss and you're like, okay, that was in the past, there's nothing I can do about it. Loss is loss moving on. There's no internal struggle. There's no beating yourself up. Should I have done this? Should I have done that? Can't change the past, but let it go. That is the emotional detachment. The faster you do that, the easier it becomes. Okay? So I hope this is making sense, that holding on too long. We need to have that emotional detachment. We need to let go of things. So we need to have that patience. 
for the entries. We need to be calm. We need to wait. When we do wait, we need to be able to enter decisively and then let go of that decision. You've entered. It's not about should I have entered? Should I have stayed in that? How am I feeling about that? What should I do in order to maybe change the past? You can't. You move to trade management mode without any emotional attachment and you go, what can I see right in front of me that's behaving? As my trading plan says, every candle closure that I see as I see it. Then just follow that with calmness. It's not a subjective point of view like I've actually lost three trades previously and now if I lose this one again, that's going to really hurt my ego. It's what is this tra trade doing right now? Irrespective of anything else that's happened in the past and anything that I might assume is going to happen in the future. Okay? Patiently wait. Candle closure. Is there something on my trading plan? Yes, no. Okay, yes, there is. Exit. Fine. Is there something? No, wait. Pushing up pushing up. Great. Let's just let it be. Give it the room. Have no emotional attachment. Review it objectively. Have that equanimity. Sit back, calm, collected, responsive, waiting. Oh, look, it's crashing right into the 60%, right into the previous level. I know that for me, this is a place where I actually like to capture. This is all I was targeting. I'm going to move it by five points because that's what my trading plan says. If it turns around, great. I've taken some great points. If it continues on, even better. Happy days. Doesn't matter what happens either way. I've followed the rules. Either two scenarios can happen and both of them lead to me being happy. So I'm just going to sit calmly and wait. Does this make sense to people? Please check the ones in the chat. This is making sense because I hope you can distinguish between the difference of holding on that emotional detachment and how we need to let go of these emotions in trading. Okay. Now, the last thing that I want to say here, and this is maybe one key aspect as to how you can think think about emotional detachment in an easier way because our emotion is a response or a reaction to a thought okay now this comes from dr david paul i remember i was speaking about him i think last week our emotion is a reaction to a thought if we can stop the thought we stop the emotion right now we cannot just stop thoughts we can't just go thought coming in no not having it. We need to sit back and observe our thoughts and let them pass. But what we can do, remember I was speaking about patience, and patience is not about having the willpower to sit there and just be like, I'm being patient. Patient is about finding things to do with that time that's productive towards the thing that you're doing. So rather than sitting there, looking at it and letting these 101 thoughts come into your head, distract yourself with something that's going to be reasonable, that takes your mind off the thoughts, which stops the emotions. If you think, oh no, it's turning around on this little bit of a candle. It's going to turn around. It's going to close behind here. I'm going to lose all my profits. What should I do? Oh my God, your thoughts go, right? Your thoughts go, your thoughts go. The emotion builds up. Then you take action. This is that emotional feedback loop. So what do we do instead? We go, okay, there's still 45 seconds left of this candle. I'm not going to do anything until candle closure. Maybe let's go check previous structure. Let's zoom out a little bit. Is there anything targets that I can aim for? Have I missed anything? You know, is there a What's this EMA doing? Is there, let, let's have a look at the higher time frame. Is there a higher time frame EMA in the way? I know there's still now 20 seconds left until this candle closes. So I'm still not going to do anything for the next 20 seconds rather than staring at it and getting emotional. Maybe I have a look at the, the ruler. How many points have I got left? How many points have I made? I know my trading plan says that when I'm at 30 points, I take 15. Are we up to 30 points yet? No, we're not. Okay. 10 seconds left of the, the candle. 
All right, now we can start to look at it again. How are we moving? Once this candle closes, what are my options? There's five seconds left to go. When it closes, I'm going to move it to spread times two below. What's the possible movement for that? There it is, candle closure. I do what I say. On to the next thing. What we're doing in this scenario is we're distracting our brain from having the thoughts that produce the emotions that cause us to act irrationally by distracting, but by coming up with things to do that are working towards the goal that we're aiming for. Does that make sense? So rather than just sitting there staring, going, ah, look at other things that can maybe support your, your movement or that may be showing you signs that it's turning around and not in a panicking mode, in a, in a mode where the candle has X amount. I don't do anything till after candle closure. So therefore, let's have a look if my targets are closed. Let's have a look if an exit's presenting. Let's have a look if higher EMAs are there. Okay. This is something that I've done is that when I jump into a trade now, I don't just sit there and freak out. What do I do? What do I do? Every tick. Do I do something? Do I do something? Do I do something? Do I do something? Ah, ah, so stressful. No, you need to have that patience, that calmness. You need to enter the trade with calmness. You need to allow it to move with calmness and allow yourself to find, if you feel yourself getting frantic and tense and stressed and find things that you can look for to either support the movement of the trade you're in or Support the fact that maybe we need to be looking to get out here. You know, it's reaching targets. Okay, I should maybe be look, tightening my stop loss because this is kind of all I was expecting. Does this make sense? Please check some ones in the chats. I have some some fire coming through in the chats here. Oh man, you are in my head today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I've been there. <laughs> I've been through all the ups and downs and this is why I'm in the position I'm in because I can speak from experience. I jumped in perfect timing. Great advice. Absolute. Check is on fire. Total mindset shift. Good, good. Yes. Thank you. Hit the mark today. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. Okay, lovely people. We are going to jump over to the trading call now. For those of you listening on the podcast, uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, unfortunately, the trading plan beta testers was sold out in less than 24 hours. So do not hesitate to jump in and get yourself the pre-sale tickets uh, before that closes. Make sure that to our traders, you've got your emotional journal in front of you or your journal in front of you or your notes, however you're going to do it. Make sure that you've got, here's mine here, and this is back on the market now for anyone who doesn't have one. This is back available. Um, make sure that you've done your brain warm-up. Make sure you know your lot size calculations. Make sure that you are in a good state of mind. You've done your brain warm-ups and you are ready to calmly, patiently, with equanimity, <laughs> take trades and review our risk objectively, not subjectively. Okay? Much love, everyone. Let's go grab some pips and I will see you on the next one. Bye.